Welcome to The Cantankerous Catholic with Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Listen to Joe tackle the really tough moral issues, current events, and politics from a Catholic perspective. Now here's Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Hello again, Sixpack Warriors. Welcome back to The Cantankerous Catholic, episode 164. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Just as Pope Pius XI said that no one can be at the same time a sincere Catholic and a true socialist, so too no one can at the same time be a sincere Catholic and an unpatriotic American. In honor of President's Day, this week we're going to reinvigorate our love for America. I know that many, many of you either have an unhealthy weight problem or know others who do. I'm excited about what Java Burn is doing for me on weight loss, and that's why I'm sharing it with you here. Full transparency though, Java Burn claims to have an effect on your energy level, making you feel more energetic throughout the day. I haven't noticed that benefit, but everyone's different. You may have more energy, but I haven't. What I have had is a weight loss of about 20 pounds in the two months I've used Java Burn. You may not have results as good as I've had, but yours may be even better. 
course, it may not work for you at all. Who knows? I can only tell you what Java Burn is doing for me. So if you've got a problem with your weight like I've had, you might want to give All Natural Java Burn a try. Just click on the Java Burn link in my show notes to see the same video I watched. I'm glad I watched it. Watching it led me to the only way I've been able to lose weight in recent years. I should tell you that due to the supply chain crisis, it took me three or four weeks to get my order of Java Burn. By the way, I'm so sold on this product that I've acquired a six-month supply. We were supposed to have an interview with Michael Voris this week, but something came up and Michael had to cancel the interview. Since I was caught short by that, I decided that we should use the opportunity to advance our American patriotism and remind ourselves of just how great America is, despite how badly things look right now. I know that by now you're probably sick of hearing about Putin and Ukraine. I know I am, but it's really something we need to pay close attention to. Any day now, we could find ourselves embroiled in World War III. Pretender Biden is so weak and so stupid that Putin has no fear whatsoever of America or the NATO alliance poised against any move he can make against Ukraine. And make no mistake, if this war kicks off, China will launch an attack on Taiwan, the tiny island nation we're sworn to defend. Thanks to Biden and the Biden budget cuts and social engineering in the military, as well as the incompetence of the Biden generals, we can't handle a two-war front. If this does indeed turn into World War III, for the first time since 1812, we may very well see American civilians defending American soil. Whether that happens or not, the American people are going to experience suffering far worse than anything experienced in the Great Depression. Most of you weren't alive during the Depression, and none of you have experienced its hardships, or at least have no memory of them. One-fourth of Americans were unemployed. Farm crop prices fell by 60%. There were bread lines and soup kitchens set up throughout the nation, and Americans were literally starving to death. Thanks to the Biden administration and demonic Dems' abhorrent policies and the way they've made America vulnerable to China and Russia, the Great Depression of the 30s will look like a minor recession compared to what will happen when this war begins. There's only one way we're going to survive this. The American people occupy the only nation on earth that established itself against all odds. We were a nation of God-fearing people, and that's really all we had. Believing God was on our side, we stood up against the most powerful military on earth, devastatingly outnumbered and outgunned. It took nearly a decade, but when all the smoke cleared, we emerged as no longer British colonies, but the United States of America. Regardless of what Biden and his insane leftist regime does, Americans aren't going to go down in defeat without a fight. Fighting is in our DNA. We won't roll over for anyone. Not now, not ever. Since most six-pack warriors have graduated high school over the last 20 years, you haven't been taught real American history. In fact, you've been taught that there's nothing really all that great about America. 
you've been lied to, either by omission or active anti-American bias. So what we're going to do here is give you a brief history lesson, and at the same time, hopefully, cause American pride to swell in your breast. We all need that right now. In 1974, the late Johnny Cash recorded the song called A Ragged Old Flag. In my personal opinion, it's one of the most patriotic songs ever written. I'm going to play it for you now. Let's listen. I walked through a county courthouse square On a park bench an old man was sitting there I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down He said, no, it'll do for our little town I said, your old flagpole has leaned a little bit And that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it He said, have a seat And I sat down Is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware. And it got powder burned the night that Francis Scott Key sat watching it right and say, can you see? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans With Packingham and Jackson tugging at its seams And it almost fell at the Alamo Beside the Texas flag, but she waved on though She got cut with a sword at Chancellorsville And she got cut again at Shiloh Hill There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard and Bragg and the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag On Flanders Field in World War I She got a big hole from a Bertha gun She turned blood red in World War II She hung limp and low a time or two She was in Korea, Vietnam She went where she was sent by her Uncle Sam she waved from our ships upon the briny foam And now they've about quit waving back here at home In her own good land here she's been abused She's been burned, dishonored, denied and refused And the government for which she stands Is scandalized throughout the land And she's getting threadbare and she's wearing thin But she's in good shape for the shape she's in Cause she's been through the fire before And I believe she can take a whole lot more So we raise her up every morning We take her down every night We don't let her touch the ground And we fold her up right On second thought I do like to brag Cause I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag You can't talk about the American fighting spirit without talking about the American fighting man. You recall that I've told you how military service has been a staple of my family's existence in America, all the way back to General Hugh Mercer, who died at the Battle of Princeton in 1777. 
so I most certainly can't talk about the American fighting spirit without talking about the American fighting man. In 1966, a time when the anti-American left first came onto the scene with their protests against the war in Vietnam, the late Staff Sergeant Barry Sadler recorded a song about the best of the American fighting man called Ballad of the Green Beret. Let's listen to Staff Sergeant Sadler sing about our Army's special forces. Fighting soldiers from the sky Fearless men who jump and die Men who mean just what they say The brave men of the Green Beret Silver wings upon their chest These are men America's best One hundred men Will test today But only three Win the Green Beret Trained to live Off nature's land Trained in combat Hand to hand Men who fight By night and day Courage take from the Green Beret Silver wings upon their chest These are men, America's best One hundred men will test today But only three win the Green Beret Back at home, a young wife waits Her green beret has met his fate He has died for those oppressed Leaving her this last request Put silver wings on my son's chest Make him one of America's best He'll be a man They'll test one day Have him win The Green Beret Finally, I want to finish this segment by playing for you Lee Greenwood's most recent version of God Bless the USA. This one will bring tears to your eyes because Greenwood recorded this session with both war veterans and active military personnel. Let's listen. If tomorrow all the things were gone work for all my life and I had to start again with just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars to be living here today where the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away 
God bless you all, and God bless America. Help this apostolate while you help yourself. First, check out what I have for sale on cantankerouscatholic.com on the Joe's Stuff page. I have books, coffee mugs, and t-shirts. Your purchase helps this apostolate. On the episodes, blog, and about pages, there are Catholic Amazon items in the sidebar. I change those offerings every week now. When you click on those images, as long as you shop at Amazon after doing so, this apostolate gets a small commission on everything you buy. Please help this apostolate while you buy whatever you're going to buy anyway. Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy, wants to make sure you're informed about all the Catholic news you need to know. Here's Joe Sixpack's top five Catholic news picks for this episode. Catholic news pick number five. Hats off to Fox News. Pretender Joe Biden and Russian leader Vladimir Putin have agreed to the principle of a summit discussing security and strategic stability in Europe. But the meeting will only take place if Russia does not invade the Ukraine. White House spokesman Jen Psaki, that lying Psaki of you-know-what, said on Sunday that Biden is committed to pursuing diplomacy until the moment an invasion begins. Come on! Who do you think you're fooling? You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic News Pick Number 4 Hats off to the Daily Wire. 
Jason Kenney, the premier of the Canadian province of Alberta, announced Saturday that he was suing the federal government of Canada and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau for their use of the Emergencies Act, calling the move unjustified in the circumstances. While Kenney acknowledged that law and order must be restored, he said that the Emergencies Act was designed to come into effect at the failure of the state in the event of a coup or insurrection. However, there is no insurrection or coup, he said. Now we're talking. (laughs) You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic Catholic News Pick number number three. Hats off to the National Telegraph. The managers of Iconic Cafe, a small business in Ottawa, say that police are harassing and trying to illegally enter their shop to arrest them. Why? Because owners Enrico and Deborah Kuhn stayed open for business during the demonstrations against the Canadian government's COVID-19 restrictions and mandates. Apart from cracking down on them for selling their wares to protesters, the owners believe the police may also be targeting them because the couple witnessed and called out an instance of police brutality on Sunday. Holy cow! You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic Catholic News Pick number two. Hats off to the Daily Signal. The Biden administration altered the official federal policy on approving new interstate natural gas facilities and pipelines, requiring applicants to jump through more hoops in order to prove they will not cause climate change. The Federal Energy Regulatory Commission announced that it will begin to, quote, undertake a robust consideration, end quote, of the environmental justice impacts of such fossil fuel projects before granting approval, according to a fact sheet published Thursday. Off with his head! You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic Catholic News Pick number one. Hats off to the Daily Signal. Representative Jim Banks said that Republicans have avoided social issues for far too long, allowing the left to drag our culture in an anti-American direction. Banks, who is the chairman of the Republican Study Committee, whatever that is, said, I can remember Republican leaders at the state and national level throughout the early 2000s. They stressed that these issues weren't important, that Republicans should shy away from that. Banks said he urged fellow Republicans to lean into the culture war. Oh, I love it! You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. I am hard, but I am fair! It's time for the Catholic Boot Camp with your drill sergeant, Joe Sixpack. The Every Catholic Guy. Learn the Catholic faith and how to defend it like you've never heard it before. This boot camp is tough, so there's no political correctness, no spirit of Vatican II, and no namby-pamby platitudes. Drill Sergeant Joe Sixpack, the Every Catholic Guy, will prepare you for spiritual war. Now here's Joe Sixpack. Father William Doyle who lived from 1873 to 1917, known best as Father Willie, was one of Catholic Ireland's most shining gems. 
This holy priest served as a military chaplain in World War I and was killed in action. But that isn't even the beginning of his claim to sacred fame. There are many stories told about this great priest from his short life, and this is one such anecdote. One night during a mission, Father Doyle was returning to the rectory after confessions in the church when he happened to meet a very young woman in the street. He stopped her and asked, My child, aren't you out a wee bit late? Won't you go home? Then, looking directly into her eyes, he added very gently, Don't hurt Jesus. He loves you. Then Father moved on and soon forgot the incident. Two years later, Father Doyle received a telegram from his superior telling him to go to Dublin. It read, Please send Father Doyle to prison. Woman to be executed tomorrow. Asked to see him. Father Doyle caught a late boat that night and arrived at the prison at five o'clock the next morning. The warden told him about Fanny Cranbush, a girl of the poor and criminal class who had been convicted of murder for her part in poisoning someone. When she was brought to prison, she had asked for the priest who had given a mission in Yarmouth two years before, and it took them a while to figure out that priest was Father Doyle. When Father Doyle entered the cell, he saw the girl in her early twenties sitting with head bowed on the edge of her narrow bunk. She sprang to her feet and exclaimed, Oh, Father, thank God you're here. But I don't know you, said the priest. Don't you remember, Father? Two years ago, you stopped me in the street one night in Yarmouth. I was a bad girl and have been all my life. You said to me, My child, aren't you out a wee bit late? Won't you go home? Don't hurt Jesus. He loves you. The look on your face and the words you said stunned me. Had I hurt Jesus? Did he love me? Who was he? I knew so little about him. I'd never prayed, never been baptized. For weeks I kept off the streets, but then hunger drove me out again. I sank lower and lower until I've come to this end and will be hanged today. I came here defiant and wanted nothing to do with any priest or minister. Then your words came back to me. Something seemed to snap inside me, and I broke down in tears. My hardness melted away, and I felt this overwhelming desire to see you. Now that you've come, will you tell me more about Jesus? Do you mean you wish to become a Catholic? Yes, Father, that's what I want with all my heart. Please. The essential articles of the faith were very quickly explained. Fanny was then baptized in her cell, and all her evil past was washed away. A tiny altar was erected in the cell, and Fanny heard her first and last Mass and received Jesus in communion for her first and last time. She refused her last meal, saying, I've just eaten the bread of life. As Fanny walked to the scaffold with Father Doyle beside her, she whispered to him, I'm so happy, Father. Jesus knows I'm sorry for having hurt him, and I know that Jesus loves me. A moment later, Fanny Cranbush, her newly baptized soul perfectly white and unspotted by sin, was in the arms of Jesus. The lesson we can learn from this story comes from what transpired between Father Doyle and Fanny two years before her execution. 
All Catholics, by virtue of our baptism and confirmation, are required by God to share our holy and ancient faith with Catholics and non-Catholics alike, so they can also have the joy of knowing Jesus in the true faith he established with the new covenant. Father Doyle had only a brief encounter with Fanny on the street, probably lasting less than 30 seconds, but God used that encounter when it mattered most to the soul of Fanny Cranbush. I've been a lay evangelist for 30 years. I've actively worked to convert souls to Catholicism and have been blessed by the Holy Spirit with many converts. However, not everyone is called to do what I do, but we're all called to do whatever we can. Perhaps a half dozen times over the last three decades, I've dealt with certain people and tried to interest them in the faith only to fail in reaching them. At least, I thought it was a failure. In these cases, years later, I've heard from these folks because they wanted to thank me for sharing with them, letting me know they were never able to shape my words and eventually became Catholic. Who knows how many others I've tried to reach experience the same thing, because the Holy Spirit used the words he put in my mouth to gradually lead them to Rome. The point is this. You don't have to be a lay evangelist. You don't have to be able to teach the faith or be the saintly sort of person Father Doyle was in order to reach people. You just have to be a Catholic who knows the faith so you can live the faith, then show God you love him by letting your faith become an example to others. When others know you're a Catholic who lives the faith, God uses the little things we say and do to reach into their souls. It may not have an effect then, but years later, and without you ever knowing in this life, the Holy Spirit will offer those people graces of conversion thanks to you living the faith as you ought. Have you ever looked at something that has been embroidered? If you look at the backside of an embroidery, the side not intended to be seen, it's ugly and confusing and looks like a real mess. But when you turn it over to the side that's intended to be seen, that's when you see the beauty created by the designer and artist who made that embroidery. Our lives are a divine embroidery. All throughout our lives, all we see is the chaos and disorder on the backside. It's not without beauty, because the thread used is colorful and pretty. But there is no order, and the crossing of all the threads seems senseless and chaotic. And that's all God allows us to see in this life, because he expects us to live by faith and to be faithful to him in that faith. It's only when we leave this life and enter the next, assuming we've been judged worthy by him because we died free of mortal sin, that we get to turn over the embroidery that has been our life and see how the beauty of God's masterful work came together for our own good and the good of others. In other words, that's when you get to see all the good you did and how it helped others, even when you didn't know at the time. In the movie It's a Wonderful Life, George Bailey was given a tremendous opportunity to see what his world would have been like had he never been born. Without George, life in his town would have become ugly. It's amazing the influence one man can have on those around him. We can't have that opportunity, but you can be sure that if you live your life the way all good Catholics should, God is using you to embroider a beautiful work of art on the face of mankind, 
even if it's only a small one. More often than not, small embroideries are the best ones. Discover why thousands of readers worldwide turn to the Wanderer newspaper for weekly perspective and analysis of the news and events that increasingly threaten our values and our way of life. Hello, my name is Joe Matt, publisher of America's oldest national Catholic weekly newspaper, The Wanderer. If you take your Catholic faith seriously and you are concerned about the direction of our country, the ever-encroaching hand of big government, the assault of the culture on the traditional family, and the threat of progressive leaders in our churches who embrace much of the current leftist culture rather than opposing it, you will find a home in the pages of The Wanderer. If you are tired of being force-fed the agenda-driven false narratives of the day by the godless dominant media and the political elite who preside within our government, our schools, and yes, in our Catholic churches, it is time for you to take a look at The Wanderer. Every week The Wanderer addresses these concerns, exposing the who, what, and the why with sound analysis and solutions to these problems that threaten the values we hold dear. Not only is The Wander a great source for the issues that affect our lives, but it is also a great tool to learn more about the treasures of our Catholic faith and how to defend it in this time of great moral decay. I'm so confident you will like The Wanderer. For you six-packers out there, I have a special offer. For one dollar, that's one dollar, we are offering new subscribers the opportunity to receive one month's worth of issues. That's four weekly issues. Take The Wander for a test drive. After one month, it is nine dollars a month. You can cancel anytime you want. I hope you will take advantage of this limited offer today. Text the word NEWS to 830-331-5729 and I will send you a link to this offer or look for the link in Joe's show notes below. The Wanderer. For 154 years, unabashedly pro-life, independent, and conservative in its politics, and steadfast in its defense of Orthodox Catholicism. Catholic Church is 2,000 years old. A lot of wisdom is gained over two millennia. Each week we'll share some of that wisdom with a Catholic quote. So here's this week's Catholic quote. This week's Catholic quote is from St. Ignatius of Loyola. He said, teach us to give and not count the cost. I believe a really great way to teach the faith is through stories, parables, and anecdotes. So here's today's story. A woman came to a priest to complain that her husband had mistreated her. The priest knew that the woman became angry at every little thing her husband did and that she caused him to become angry by her nagging tongue. He gave her a bottle. Here you are, said the priest. Take this medicine, and it will cure your anger and quarreling. What kind of medicine is it? asked the lady. It's miraculous water. What do I do, sprinkle it on my husband? No, all you have to do is keep some in your mouth. As long as you do that, he'll never have the desire to fight with you. The lady understood what the priest meant. From that day on, she never gave her husband a need to argue about anything. If you want to avoid becoming angry and using harsh words, keep your silence. Let your anger cool down. If you're too proud to give in and always want the last word, you'll never overcome your anger and avoid arguments. (laughs) 
This has been The Cantankerous Catholic with Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Thanks for subscribing, and be sure to visit cantankerouscatholic.com to get your free copy of Joe's popular book, The Best of What We Believe, Why We Believe It.